2: now
4: This is capstone money. These people are paid salaries. Remember, I said this in the show we just did. If the price is right, you'll find someone to do it. And these media people, there was a 9-11 researcher who told me they are all mkultra Ultra, all of them. They're just under mind control. They're following commands. They're willing to take their paycheck. I mean, it's pretty shameful. The very first international terrorism began in what is now Israel, and they announced that they were international terrorists. Now, these are the people who went to Palestine. that Remember, Leon Uris, the book Exodus, about David Ben-Gurion, they made a movie out of it. Those people were the first international terrorists, and they bragged about it.
5: Hey guys, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. That, of course, was deep researcher and free thinker, Sophia Smallstorm. And in this one, we discuss false flags and false medicine. And did you know there's a natural way to help stop chronic pain? Hey, friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Look, I'm still having mic problems at this point, despite having bought new microphones to try. The problem appears to be with Zoom. So more on that in the future. I got to get this worked out one way or the other. But in the meantime, I'm very pleased to welcome back to the show the one, the only, the producer of 9-11 Mysteries, a researcher, author, and friend, Sophia Smallstorm. Hello, Sophia.
4: Yes. Hello, Sean. How are you?
5: Doing very well today. And uh, I just want to let the audience know, today we're going to talk about false flags and false medicine. To a large degree, we're also going to talk about chronic pain and some very real-world solutions outside of Rockefeller Western medicine for y'all who have chronic pain. But first, what you guys are seeing on my screen right now is IDF footage shot from a chopper of the IDF unleashing hell on fleeing Israelis, And, we're told, some Hamas soldiers, but it's widely known and recognized at this point that there was and is a false flag element to what's happening in Israel right now. As the world teeters on the brink of World War III between Israel, Palestine, and Middle East interests, which have had quite enough of this Zionist outrage. And, friends, let me just say, why do I bring all of this up? Because my friend Sophia Smallstorm is the producer behind the excellent documentary which helped wake me up, 9-11 Mysteries. This woman knows all there is to know about false flags. And I will add to that before we get Sophia's thoughts on this. The Zionist support of Hamas? Well, there is 100% proof of foreknowledge. This report from Greg Reese really explains all of it. Did you know photographers were embedded? as that raid took place, the Hamas raid in which so many Israelis were murdered, we're told? Well, how could there be photographers embedded without foreknowledge? Sophia Smallstorm, I want your thoughts on this because you know I respect your intellect so much, Sophia. Zionism, false flags, what do you make of this as the world teeters on the brink of World War III?
4: Well, I remember reading, I don't know what book it was, but the very first international terrorism began in what is now Israel. And they announced that they were international terrorists. Now, these are the people who went to Palestine. Remember Leon Uris, the book Exodus, about David Ben-Gurion? They made a movie out of it. Those people were the first international terrorists, and they bragged about it. And thereafter, we've had this complete, constant, you know, barrage of terrorist events, whether they were on... Remember when all the airplanes were being hijacked
0: Mm
4: -hmm. by Arab terrorists, right? Yep.
5: Yep,
4: Um, And then we got the Arab terrorists coming, you know, flying planes supposedly into the World Trade Center and that whole thing crumbling because of, you know, the steel melting. I mean, the thing is, Sean, people have to start thinking for themselves. They can't just, they can't assume that war is going to happen. People have to stop participating in this groupthink, this lying down and rolling over, which has been going on forever and ever and ever. And this, just the news, everything, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Hamas is part of it. My God, photographers embedded. How do they not get um, harmed if, it's a, if, it, if there's anything real going on, right?
5: Right. No, that's exactly right. You're exactly right. And I will add to that the Mossad motto, by way of deceit, thou shall make war. And the reason I'm bringing this up, and by the way, I want to give a shout out to Max Egan, you can find his material on my site, com. Max is really dedicating his life to try to expose what's going on here because he feels so compelled to defend those trapped in Palestine, two-plus million people. He's been there. He says they are the loveliest people. Now, some of them are terrorists. Sure, some of them support Hamas. But if you grew up living in an open-air prison where shelling and military dictatorship was a way of life every day, well, dear friend, dear listener, you might choose... To fight against that as well. Does that make you a terrorist? Look at the Jan Sixers. They peacefully showed up at our nation's capital to redress their grievances and they were labeled terrorists by a criminal government that doesn't want to hear from those people because there was a coup in our last election. So Sophia, I'm not siding with Hamas, certainly. And I'm not even siding with the Palestinians over Israelis. I just want the truth to be told and I would like somebody to speak out for me if my family was being shelled on a daily basis and we couldn't escape.
4: You know, Sean, we're all Palestinians. Even the Israelis are Palestinians because they're just chopped meat when it comes to this whole globalist uh these globalist programs.
5: Well, Sophia, we can move on here in just one second, but honestly, why is the western media silent about all of this? You know, I cite you for being the producer of 9/11 mysteries. These false flags used to work beautifully when people didn't recognize them. Now, you recognized 9-11 for what it was early on, and you created a documentary that absolutely was central to my awakening about that event. So you figured it out early. The Western media here, they know what we know, and yet they just ignore it. So now these false flags are almost being discovered in real time as they happen. But as long as the mainstream horror media pretends that's not the case... Then, I guess for the sheeple people, the NPCs, there's no such thing as a false flag because they believe everything they're told, everything they see. They literally believe Lester Holt in the NBC Nightly News, and I think he's a CIA asset. Sophia?
4: Of course. Listen, this is capstone money. These people are paid salaries. Remember I said this in the show we just did. If the price is right, you'll find someone to do it. And these media people... There was a 9-11 researcher who told me they are all mkultra all of them. They're just under mind control, they're following commands, they're willing to take their paycheck. I mean, it's pretty shameful, Sean.
5: Shameful is a word. Crimes against humanity is a phrase that we need to make stick, because these are the same people, Sophia, the same mainstream mockingbird whores in the media who told us repeatedly that the vaccine, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, was safe and effective, run out and get it. In fact, they would bring pundits on to these shows on MSNBC or CNN or even Fox News. And sometimes these pundits would say, those who don't choose to get vaccinated, that's their choice, but they should no longer be a part of society, right? These are the same people telling us that now we need to give all our treasure to Israel. In fact, get ready to send your sons and daughters to the Middle East to fight for Israel when anybody paying attention knows that a big part of this thing, I don't know how much, 100%, 50%, there's a big part of it that was a false flag operation and Israel allowed it to happen. And nobody, except for those of us in the alternative news media, Sophia, are talking about that fact.
4: So this can lead into the subject that we're going to talk about today. You either contract your being or you expand it. And when you expand your being, meaning your soul, I'm not trying to be new age, you lose fear. If you shrink and contract and you stick your hand out for the paycheck and you follow the orders you're given, that is called spiritual contracture, Sean. And that actually happens in your body on a physical level as you age.
5: You know, we talked about that briefly before I hit record because I kind of told you the angle I wanted to take on this topic of rolfing and on the topic of as we age, we actually shrink is what I said to you before I hit record. If you look at elderly people, the older they get, sometimes the shorter they get, their bodies literally contract. So let's talk a little bit about this. Your newsletter is very interesting. It's a double issue, 12 pages. I read the whole thing and uh, I guess as it relates to... My joint issues in my knees. I think that's essentially why you wanted to have this particular conversation. I don't know that's why you wrote the newsletter specifically, but it might have some merit. This topic may have some merit for me and my condition as well. So where would you like to begin?
4: I'd like to begin with the line given to me by a rolfer I met. The answer to the pain is in the pain. Okay? Okay. So... What happens? People develop aches and pains. When we were kids, we used to watch our parents. If they ever had to sit on the floor, they could, they got up with all kinds of groaning and we would think, what's wrong with you? And for a very long time, I thought that it was joints. You know, these people were getting quick rickety and creaky because they were out of shape older people and it was their joints but it isn't sean it is that contracture it is that shrinking so it all has to do with the fascia and i want to explain what this is because everybody has fascia and this should be of interest to everyone i'm going to bet you that more people listen to this than you think
5: so I think you so, might be right, because chronic pain is an issue, and a lot of people immediately turn to their doctor. You've seen the commercials. Ask your doctor yeah. if Humira is right for you. Have you seen the litany of side effects that they list in those spots, some of which include rare forms of cancer and, in some cases, death? The reason I wanted to and might title this False Flags and False Medicine, Sophia, is because you lead with this story about the triathlete Larry and his hernia, And the devastating results of Western medicine and their attempts to fix his hernia. I thought it was extremely interesting for those who have hernia. They need to hear this.
4: Well, the hernia mesh issue is a very big one. And that is how I opened this newsletter, which, by the way, was written in May and June of 2021. The term for hernia repair is now called hernioplasty. And this was done traditionally by stitching the opening closed. So a hernia is where you have the some part of your intestine popping through a weak spot in the muscle wall
0: mm-hmm.
4: or in the fascia of your abdominal wall. And it's usually caused by pressure or exertion, like heavy lifting. Sometimes constipation and coughing can cause a hernia. But anyway, you'll get this little protrusion of usually intestine and it can be in the groin area. That's typically where men get it. But, um, they used to just stitch up this opening, but it took a special kind of training and, um, a long time and, after around the 1950s there was an accident of chemistry at Phillips Petroleum mm-hmm. and it resulted in this product called Marlex or polypropylene which you've heard of polypropylene mesh and so people began to experiment with this and it made its way into many different industries and then in 84 there was a a doctor who figured out if they stick this polypropylene mesh inside a little incision they make in you, and then they literally smush it around. So it's a big piece of mesh. It's like six inches by six inches. And they push it around and smash it down, and then they can use that to fix a hernia. Now, the main makers of these meshes have announced that this should never be put in the human body this kind of mesh. But that's the way to do a hernia repair now. And it is the medical standard, Sean, which is the crying shame of Let
5: me say something. Yes, I, I found this gripping as I read the newsletter because it just called to mind so much that's wrong with Western medicine. And let me give you an example. As I was reading about this hernia mesh and Larry wanted to, you know, solve his problem. And so he went to the doctor, he got the mesh, And it embedded itself over time in his muscle and his scar tissue, causing unbelievable pain. So really, the end to his being a triathlete, right? It reminded me of all of these lawsuits that are now occurring against Boston Scientific and Medtronic over stents. Because I know firsthand that these salespeople for these companies, Sophia, they are in the surgical rooms with the doctors during these surgeries, Even open-heart surgeries where a stent might be needed, and they explain to the doctor. They advise the doctor. The salespeople advise the doctor on what the best stent might be. Don't you find that interesting? A salesperson in the surgical room with the doctor advising the doctor about how to do the procedure properly? I call that a huge... For me, that's a gigantic red flag.
4: Well, it tells you how little the doctor knows. About what he's doing.
5: Yes, and how important the sales component is to all of these medical devices. Because when I was reading this, I didn't know about hernia mesh. That's new to me. And I thought, well, that makes no sense. Why doesn't a doctor just tuck it back in and zip you up? And there's no need for hernia mesh
4: because it takes too much time. They can do this in a fraction of the time, and anybody can do it. You don't have to be a thoracic surgeon to do this.
5: Yeah, and you can charge a lot more, I bet. And what is the cost, right? What is the cost of the petroleum product-based hernia mesh? By the way, isn't it funny how all roads always lead back to these same robber barons?
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: It's kind of funny. It's kind of sad, so,
4: The thing is that, There are now 70 brands of hernia mesh being sold, and you don't even know what you're going to get because hospitals buy the stuff in bulk. And then they get gifts and education from mesh producers, right? So you look on hospital websites, and they advertise hernia mesh surgery, like it's some kind of wonder. But the thing is, there's so many lawsuits now. There are just more and more lawsuits every week. Um, I actually know a woman who had hernia mesh put in. And what it does is it, the body, anytime the body is interrupted with a material, it says to itself, what do I do with this? And so really what happens in the case of these hernia impl- mesh implants, is that the fascia and the blood vessels, they all start growing over this picture underwater. If you looked at the bottom of the Long Island Sound, as a friend of mine did when he went diving for his anchor and he came up and he shakes his head and he goes, you're not going to believe what's down there. Old tires, gasoline drums, all kinds of rubble and the, the, the life of the ocean has grown around it so that's what happens with this mesh in your body Mm -hmm. and in the case of my friend the mesh grafted onto his femoral artery and so it couldn't be cut out if it starts to give you problems as it does to many people 15% of MESH patients will have great discomfort, and then they have to have what's called an explant. They have to go to a special surgeon. My my friend had to fly fly to Cleveland Clinic, pay for it himself. Out of his own
5: pocket. Out of his
4: own pocket.
5: Yeah, insurance is not going to have your back on this when it messes you up, and that is a lot like those childhood vaccines and the COVID-19 vaccine because, of course, big pharma has a pass. They have immunity when their products hurt you or kill you.
4: I know. So there is all this migration of scar tissue and body growth into and around this mesh. And in Larry's case, the surgeon told him there was a spot on his femoral artery. He said, I can't cut this mesh off there because you'll bleed to death. You know, so you're stuck with it. So he went from being an Ironman triathlete to barely being able to walk. He shriveled up. He lost all this weight. He was terribly depressed. He could only do backstroke in the pool and very, very, very gently. So I feel that this has to be made known to people that when you have a hernia, do not allow them to put a mesh implant in you, no matter what your surgeon tells you. That risk of you being one of the 15% who ends up not being able to walk and in terrible pain, and it just gets worse and worse and worse, ruins your life. Don't do it. Have them do the conventional surgery.
5: Yeah, and let me just add to the fact, all right, so salt in the open wound, as we think about what these hospitals and doctors have so far gotten away with as it relates to the COVID-19 bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, would it surprise you all to learn that data provided by ProPublica indicates that doctors and hospitals had received millions and millions of dollars from mesh manufacturers? Now, is that promotional money or what does that number reflect? Because to me, it just reflects the corruption of the entire system, Sophia.
4: Again, one hand scratches the other one's back. I don't know. I'm making up my own metaphor here. But seriously, the amounts of money paid. I mean, look at oncologists. When they put you on chemotherapy, they get a giant kickback. Mm -hmm. and once again we have to ask ourselves who are these people if the price is right they'll do anything they'll say anything they'll tell you this is good because the price is right they're making all this money and they can have you know more sports cars and a house uh you know vacation homes so the thing is you don't want to be the person who ends up losing everything your job your life the quality of your life because you have this mesh grafting all over the inside of you that cannot be cut out. I mean there some of the explants can be done successfully but there are explants that cannot be done right because they your this thing has grown into you and that's where we come to the subject of fascia. So Sean If you were to, you know, I used to think about this when I was younger. I used to think, all right, so what if I looked inside my leg or my arm? I would see bones. I would see muscles. I would see ligaments, tendons, nerves. But what is there in between everything? Is there air? No. The body abhors a vacuum. You don't have a vacuum in there. So let's say you took a cross-section of a limb and you poured like white paint into all the crevices between all the bones and the tissues, that's fascia. There is actually this white substance called fascia that fills all these cavities, this interstitial tissue, tissue. I mean, it is a tissue in and of itself. So for instance, the body doesn't want muscle to slide over bone because bone has silica in it and the muscle would catch on the bone. So Muscles are coated with fascia. It's called myofascia and bones are coated with fascia because the body wants the, it wants like against like. So fascia is like this envelope that it puts around everything. And you have fascia. If you look at anatomical pictures of the wrist, the fascia actually can form very thick cuffs, like you have a big cuff of fascia around your wrist and your ankle, and then it can also be very fine, and it fills all the crevices in your body, literally. So what this fascia is, they have discovered. It's the new organ in your body. Did you know
5: that? Well, I note, based on your newsletter, that expert John F. Barnes Says fascia is a liquid crystal matrix. And essentially, fascia is our organ of total body support. So, as we think of those elderly people who shrink as they age, you might be onto something here, right? I think this is why we want to share this with the audience. And then I think we're going to teach the audience how they might be able to reverse the, how would you say it, the contraction of fascia over time that leads to all of this chronic pain.
4: Yeah. So, fascia is a specialized system of the body, but literally in 2018, They announced that they had discovered a new organ. It's called the interstitium. I-N-T-E-R-S-T-I-T-I-U-M. So everything in between. There is an organ that rests in between everything, the interstitium. And it is alive. It is electrical. It is this, like you said, and I quoted um, one of the experts on fascia, it is a liquid crystal matrix so they say that the fascia has communication ability that's faster than nerves the fascia potentially reports back to your brain there's a communication system inside you and Ida Rolf is the woman she was actually the first woman biochemist I believe or one of the first she um was worked for the Rockefeller Institute when she was a grad student. She was a research scientist there. And Ida Rolf was the person who developed this method of, let's just say reinvigorating, re-energizing, stretching, opening up fascia. And she termed it Rolfing. Now she actually called it structural integration, but she couldn't trademark that. So her lawyers told her you cannot give a tr- make a trademark that is, you know, generic terminology words in the English language. That's why IBM could never trademark personal computer. But but um you know Steve Jobs could trademark Macintosh. Apple refers to computers, so does the PC, but PC is not a trademark. So they told Ida Rolf the lawyers to call her method Rolf thing. And she had to, even though she wasn't crazy about it. So what happens when you get Rolfed Rolfers are trained at the Rolf Institute in Boulder, Colorado, which Ida Rolf set up very late in life. She was already in her 70s. She was born in 1896 in the Bronx. But her method of this deep manipulation of fascia only got attention thanks to the Esalen Institute and that human potential movement. You've heard about that in California. And she went to Esalen and she began to teach all these modern visionaries about Rolfing. So it caught on. And she has a wonderful book that anyone who's interested in the body should buy and own. And it's now in paperback for like $25 called Rolfing the Integration of Human Structures. Yeah, there it is. Rolfing, reestablishing the natural alignment and integration of the human body. That's the book. Okay. So, Ida Rolf wrote a very famous book, which is in paperback now for about twenty-five dollars, titled "Rolfing: The in- Re- Technically Reestablishing the Natural Alignment and Structural Integration of the Human Body for Vitality and Well-being." I think the original book was just the integration of human structures, and I have a first edition that I found used. And I look at this book, the pictures in it, the photos, the anatomy renderings are just amazing. So there are things in this book that no one really explains. And as you were saying, Sean, when we look at people that are getting old, and even in our culture, the dropping of the head. I have seen very young people in their twenties whose entire neck and shoulders are bent over because they're constantly peering at their phones. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
4: your Ida Roth says you have to be balanced within the planes of the earth. So ninety degrees and ninety degrees. You you have to have your head above your body. It has to be above your shoulders and back. It can't be in front of your shoulders and back. Because if it is, your muscles are going to work over time. And you're going to start with this development of contracture. You're going to contract. And what happens when your muscles are working over time to keep that head up instead of falling down, because now it's in front of your body, the fascia starts to harden. Your body tries to become bone. And all your soft tissue becomes more and more rigid, less and less pliable, and everything starts to hurt. Why do people have so much neck and shoulder pain? So Ida Rolf said, you want ideally to picture yourself being lifted from the top of the head by a sky hook. And imagine if you didn't have to support your weight on the ground and you just dangled by a sky hook how straight you would look and be and that's the goal of rolfing all right so we are plastic media and the keystone of this plastic meaning mobile thing called your body sits in the pelvis so she says in the average person, the original pattern has become submerged under layers of fleshy disorder and she doesn't mean fat. There is a lack of symmetry and balance. The upper half of the body may look much too small or too large for the lower half. The abdomen may seem too big or too small for the chest. So these are the, the, this is the disruption of pattern that happens with time and it can occur for various reasons you can have emotional attitudinal issues for instance you've seen very angry people how rigid they are how they hold themselves they're tense they're tight they they can move around but they they just can't relax and all of that tissue is going to take on that form and it is not going to be able to release so you can also picture people who have had for instance shame a lot of women with very big breasts will hunch over to hide them Mm -hmm. and they will develop a rounded upper body and back and then you have trauma in the to the body where you have an injury and for instance i know people who are professional skateboarders professional roller skaters and the figure skating i used to love watching figure skating and i still do but the number of falls those people take on the ice skateboarders on concrete that starts affecting the integration of the pelvis which is a very dangerous thing to happen in
2: Oh
1: fighterflare.com.
4: You have trauma, you have bad posture from bad habits, sitting at a desk, bending over your phone, you know, a lot of people who do construction, they have bodies that start developing patterns of holding themselves. I mean, I look at men who use jackhammers, and I'm thinking what that vibration in the body, what it must do to their soft tissue. So she calls this disordered structure. And she says here, this picture of disordered structure is a sad commentary on the well-being of humans. 20th century medicine, which has worked so many miracles, has been chemically, not structurally oriented. Hence, the lay mind thinks of chemistry as the only outstanding healing medium. A drug for this, a shot for that. But any mirror or photograph would reveal that a great many problems are matters of structure, of physics, of a three-dimensional body fitting very badly into a greater material universe, the Earth, which has its own energy field. Okay?
5: Yeah. Can I interject? Yeah. I just want to share an aside here with the audience, because uh, I just listened to a very powerful interview, which I'd highly recommend. Are you familiar with David Goggins at all? Have you ever heard that name? No. No. Well, Joe Rogan uh, respects David Goggins very much. David Goggins is a freak of nature, okay? This is a guy who doesn't run a marathon. He'll run 100 miles. This is a guy who is in the best shape of his life and always has been. This is a guy that will do sit-ups with a 45-pound weight, you know, for an hour. This is a freak of nature. Now, in the interview, David Goggins said that his life was changed and he got in the very best shape of his entire life When a doctor told him how important stretching was, and because David Goggins is a freak of nature, he doesn't just stretch 10 minutes, he started stretching for an hour and a half every day. And now he can do things he's never been able to do before, and he is in the best shape of his life, when previously he believed he was in the best shape of his life. So I find it very interesting, just the idea of fascia and how it contracts over time, and the fact that stretching, and we'll get to Rolfing, But stretching alone can be an absolute game changer for people, Sophia.
4: Well, of course, because you are creating pliability and you are working against that contracture that happens with time. And it also is a function of, you know, dehydration, I think, as well. And we'll get into grounding a little bit, because at the end of the show, I'll talk about the grounding um, mats that I've just put in my store. So, all right, um, fascia is basically a single sheet of connective tissue, a single sheet, Sean, all right? It's made primarily of collagen, and it wraps every structure in the body and binds together in certain places where it forms thicker branches, and so it gives form to the body. You would otherwise be a sack of skin with bones. Bones don't hold you up. Fascia holds you up, Okay. And it's even true that certain neuroscientists have come to believe that fascia is the structure that carries consciousness.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: You know what this reminds me of when we talk about fascia? Uh, mm-hmm. This is new to the audience. It was new to me, right? This idea of what it is, the components to fill up, you know, the empty spots in a leg. You know, fascia it reminds me of the search for dark matter and what they're doing at CERN and ether, right? They're always trying to fill in the blanks of God's creation with something Within their ungodly construct. And I just want to share that with the audience, because honestly, if you believe that piercing the veil at CERN to find the God particle is a good idea, well, you probably think Western medicine is a good idea. And you might be one of those who want to ask your doctor if Humira is right for you. All right. Well, you understand where I'm coming from on that. I mean,
4: yeah, yeah,
5: Fasha, you're not going to get this information no. or this worldview or this body view from Western medicine from your doctor because doctors go and they regurgitate, you know, material. They're great at memorization, writ memorization, but they don't know anything about health. They don't know anything about well being. They don't know anything about naturopathy. Right? They're really not about healing people at this point. They're about products and pills. And shots and vaccines. So That's
4: how they're trained. They're trained on memorization of what products and pills to give and what condition is caused by what observable symptom relating what they learned in medical school. Now, listen, Sean, this guy, Barnes, he's a physical therapist, and he I quoted him in this issue. And I will post this this issue with this show for your followers because it's very, very interesting. The fascial system functions as a fiber optic network that bathes each cell with information, energy, light, sound, nutrition, oxygen, biochemicals, and hormones, and flushes out toxins at enormous speed. This is what doctors don't know they don't know this. The ion transfer mechanism of brain impulses is too slow to account for the massive amount of information necessary for our body mind to function. Therefore, it is the fascia, your liquid crystalline matrix, that is the major and most important communication system of the body. So now, get this, when fascia becomes restricted, from trauma, from those falls, from those accidents, it can exert tensile strengths of up to 2,000 pounds per square inch. So that is the strength of a radial tire. But fascial restrictions don't show up in any of the standard testing, so we've been completely misdiagnosed for eons. And here's the other thing. When they dissect cadavers, they see the fascia. If you ever cook chicken, you'll see it. It's this membrane. That's one of the forms of fascia that you see. But they're doing research on dead people, and dead people are brittle. So nobody in medical research really understood that there is this fluidity to fascia. And that only happens when you are alive, when electricity is running through you. Okay? So... What happens when you go through physical and emotional trauma, that fluid starts to solidify at this crushing pressure, the pressure of 2,000 pounds per square inch. So imagine your life. Your life has been your history. There has been trauma. There have been falls. There have been posturing issues that you've had having to sit at a desk for a, lower your head you know lift a lot of weight if you're i i met a guy who was a baggage handler for southwest airlines he said he lifts thirteen thousand pounds a day mm-hmm. okay so bodies are designed to contact the earth ida roth said of necessity they must stand on feet not be attached to the sky So, if you lift them by a skyhook and see their more slender, straighter beauty, you must put them down again, necessarily and sadly, and stand them on the earth. And the thing is, over time, as gravity, the downforce, as they call it in the flat earth world, bears down on us, when the feet are replaced on the ground, you get this thickening, shortening, compensating compression, That has been building over your life so you are really a soft pliable mass but gravity acts to shorten, thicken and compress you okay so she has figured out and she did this by studying yoga and doing all these really cool things when she was in her 20s and 30s and 40s and she wanted a particular music teacher for her kids but this music teacher said, no, this was in the late 1930s that Ida Rolf gave birth to Rolfing. She, uh, the music teacher said, no, I have an arm injury and I can't really teach music anymore. So Ida started working on her. She applied yoga postures, manipulation, and she actually brought this music teacher back to fun- functionality, which resulted in a long line of people standing at her door who wanted the same kind of they didn't know if it was massage, what it was. But I have been rolfed, and I'm proud to say I've been rolfed more than 50 times. 50 times. Okay, that's very unusual. So rolfing is usually done in a series of 10 sessions that um addresses your entire body. And the last four sessions are pretty much tailored to you and your issues. Okay, so... The rolfer bears down on you. He is trained or she is trained to put very intense pressure on your body in certain ways. And you do experience a kind of searing, burning pain. But as my rolfer said, what is one minute of pain when it literally frees you for, it can reset you for another 10 or 20 years? Hmm. and you know, I will say to him, I'll ask him if people who've been ralphed by him um are successful at referring others. And he said, they even can't get their husbands or wives to come in because everybody says, oh, I I hear it hurts. But again, you want to hurt for 30 seconds or a minute and then have freedom? So I have learned from being ralphed myself that... The results are permanent. You can have one treatment on one part of your body and they work all over. Now there is a guy who I referred, um, he sent his wife to be Rolfed. He was in, he lives in Virginia. And there are Rolfers all over the country, and you don't have to go to a Rolfer, you can go to a structural structural integrationist, because the people who are not trained at the Rolf Institute, but who have studied under Ida Rolf's original students, she had Joseph Heller, she had Ed Maupin, she had all kinds of people that she trained at the Rolf Institute, they were her original followers and they scattered in many directions and started schools of their own. But you can only be called a Rolfer, a certified Rolfer, if you go to Boulder to the Rolfe Institute and you study there. However, if you study in um California um or anywhere else where there are structural integration schools, you have to call yourself a structural integrationist. But those guys know how to do the work as well. So what amazed me was the amount of release. It has opened up so much. I know myself so much better. I'm freer. I'm moving in the world better. You're not holding. People hold in their tissues all kinds of memory and trauma, and they have, They are all bottled up in their tissues. That's all I can tell you, all right? Mm.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to some degree. And I think, again, stretching is a big part of overall health. And that David Goggins interview with Joe Rogan really had an impact on me. In addition to that, rolfing, this is something that is new to me within the past few months. You told me about rolfing a few months back, uh, and I haven't explored it personally. But for those interested, is it fairly easy to find a rolfer in an area near you? And is it affordable? Is it expensive?
4: All right. If it solves many problems, if it opens you up on many levels, there is no price that's too much, okay? So, rolfing is available. I have helped people find rolfing all over the United States, even when they live in remote areas. There's usually a rolfer somewhere within driving distance, and you don't have to go all the time. I mean, you can go once every two months. When you do the 10 series, most rolfers will say, all right, let's start with the 10 series. And people charge around $100 a session, sometimes 150 Depends on wh- what part of the country you're in and where that rolfer was trained. Usually structural, structural integrationists are a little cheaper than rolfers because they don't have the uh, – they can't call themselves rolfers. They'll say rolf method. Sure, But they all do the same type of work. And the 10 series, I recommend the 10 series for anyone who's over 30. And it can free you up for another 20 years of life.
5: How long does a session take typically? Is it about an hour?
4: It depends on how big you are. If you're a small person, an hour is fine. If you are a huge person with a ton of body mass and meat and fat, they might need more time and they might say 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. But you have these 10 series, 10 sessions. Literally, you will be a new person after the 10 sessions. And I sent a a friend of mine in Washington State to a rolfer. I didn't pick her rolfer. She found him. She did the 10 series and then she called me and said, I want to do this again. Actually, she wrote me an email. I want to do this again, all over again. I did it in the winter. Now I want to do it in the summer and see how different it is. But it is so worth the money because your being changes. So many things you were holding in you get released. And I'll tell you why, all right? So there is something called ground substance, which is a colloidal gel. I've talked about colloids before. Colloids are fluids in the body, and this entire fascia is bathed in what Ida Rolf even knew to be a colloid. So she said that when you press on the fascia, when you press deeply into the body, even muscles, you press on the myofascia, around the muscles, you are energizing that colloidal substance. You are literally, because of piezoelectricity, I won't get into that explanation in this show, you are causing that fascia to release voltage. And you're electrifying your body. And everything is starting to move again because it has electricity flowing through it, your tissues, right? And you're releasing memories, you're releasing emotions, you're releasing you're releasing patterns you're releasing disintegration and you are you are becoming integrated again so now let me tell you there's something that she calls myofascial neighbors all right so you have tissues in your body that are next to each other and when that fascia begins to lo- lose its fluidity and it starts to contract and harden it will stick Pieces, different components of your body together, and I will tell you something. My right thigh was so stuck together. The quadriceps, which should be four separate muscles, were stuck to each other, and the um, the adductors were and abductors were stuck to the thigh. All right. So the rolfer, I had a big moose of a guy for my first rolfer, and he would just put pressure on me. And I'm telling you, it loosened up everything. You're looking at avatar products now.
5: Yeah, and I just want to say as we wrap this up, it's a very interesting conversation. And I think that uh, for those who are still with us, there are a lot of benefits from a conversation like this one. Because again, it's not content, it's not information, it's not subject matter. You can discuss with a Western medicine doctor. They won't know what you're talking about. And what we're finding to be true is so much of Western medicine is negative and purposefully negative. Rockefeller medicine at this point has been exposed for what it is, and it's the opposite of healthful. You know, that's why we do business with guys like Dr. James Thorpe over at the wellness company, because you know why he got fired, Sophia? Dr. Thorpe got fired from a hospital that he worked at. I believe it's St. Mary's. He had worked there some 40 years of experience, one of the top guys in his field, and they fired him for daring to tell his pregnant patients the truth about the potential dangers and negative side effects of the COVID-19, quote unquote, vaccine, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. He told his pregnant patients the truth, the quantifiable truth based on Pfizer's own data, and he was fired for doing so. So that's what we're up against here, folks. That's why we're having a conversation. You know, it's kind of woo-woo as this one, because this stuff is new to people, Sophia.
4: It is, but I'm going to tell you something. Ida Rolfe was criticized because she was into the body so much, and a lot of her students were more um, spiritual about things, you know, and it had been said about Rolfing that you cannot... Um, You cannot loosen, you cannot evolve parts of the body that aren't tissue only. But the fact is, all of her students would disagree with that and say that when you were worked on, my rolfer even told me, everyone in the room changes. And I can't explain that and nor could he. All right. So Ida Rolf, this is from Don Johnson's book, The Protein Body, which is an amazing book. He was one of her students. And I'm going to tell you something. Everyone I've met who's a Rolfer and everyone I've read about who's a Rolfer was not a Rolfer before. They gave up a profession. Sometimes they were a professor with tenure, gave it up once they got Rolfed and became a Rolfer. All right. I know a Rolfer in Colorado who went to law school and he said, forget about it. Once he got Rolf, he said, I'm going to do this. Okay. So that's how well it works. So from Don Johnson's book, The Protein Body, one morning, several years ago, Ida Rolf clumped into her living room at Big Sur, where about 20 of us were assembled. Words going around, she said that Ida Rolf thinks the body is all there is. Well, I want it known that I think there's more than the body, but the body is all you can get your hands on.
5: Yeah, I think that's a great way to uh, end it. And uh, it's an excellent uh, quote from Ida Rolf. And again, this is sort of the realm of woo, but if it works, it works. And evidently, it's worked wonders for Sophia. So, guys, I want to show Sophia's website here, avatarproducts.com. To pay it forward, if you want to support Sophia and her research, well, here's where you go EMF remediation meters. Tell us about this because EMF, we're being bathed in it on a daily basis whether it's 5G or just walking around with a smartphone and your Wi-Fi is on in your house so that you have Internet. EMF remediation meters. Tell us about these.
4: Well, I give a tutorial with any kind of meter you buy because I want you to understand what is making sounds. These are meters with audio and the EMF meter. And you have to know what is 3G, what is 4G, what is your Wi-Fi, because that's the only way you can cut down your exposure. You have to know what is making the sound, what is the signal coming from, right? So if you go to my page, go to the top, uh, top of the page and go to EMF remediation. Yeah, scroll down. So now what Ida Rolf was talking about, ground substance, I now have an organic cotton grounding pad. If you scroll down a little more. And I will give you a free grounding tutorial by phone if you buy this. So grounding electrifies your body with the Earth's natural electron flow. All right? We are having unnatural, man-made, astronomical electrical activity around us. And you want to unload all that body voltage and you want to correct what is flowing through you. And once you start grounding, you will not believe how well you sleep. You will energize your body. You will eat a lot less of carbohydrate, cookies, chocolate, all this stuff. Because since we got taken off the ground, we are reverting to what's called donated electrons from food from the breakdown of carbohydrates and fats instead of free electron transfer from the ground Mm. so sean you have to ground now that i have all i have been building grounding equipment and i've been selling it privately and you know teaching friends how to use it for many many years and i after these organic cotton grounding pads came across my my uh lap uh, I just said, all right, I'm going to start selling these. So this is what you would sleep with in bed.
5: Well, and- you know who I think this would be really good for, too? It's mm-hmm. people who live in northern climates where we get this horrible winter and we're all locked in our houses because it's zero degrees outside, right? And so yes. then what happens? Not only are you not getting vitamin D because the sun's barely out, and when it is, we have low gray cloud cover, as far as the eye can see, typically in the Midwest, for days at a time. It's horrible. Then it gets dark at five in the afternoon. Then there's snow on the ground, so nobody's walking outside barefoot in their yard, right? So then you don't even get to ground for six months of the year. I mean, it's harsh. I keep telling my wife, we need to get out of the Midwest, Sophia. We need to move to a warm climate where we can walk in the beach in the winter.
4: Yeah. I mean, I used to run a lot, and I met a guy who was an Olympic marathoner. This was many years ago, and this was in New York where it snowed. And he would tell me, take off your shoes and run around this grass field in the snow barefoot a couple of times every day. And I started to do it. It wasn't long enough. It doesn't match a night's sleep on a grounding pad, right? And I have, I'm going to be bringing it in very soon, ways to ground while you're sitting at your desk which are very um, discreet. You don't have to have bare feet on a mat. Um, I'm doing it right now. I am grounding 20 hours a day, Sean. 20 hours a day.
5: So I'd imagine, and by the way, how does this plug in? But I was going to okay. say, I can imagine if I had one of these, I could be sitting on it right now as we're doing this interview and in grounding. Is that true?
4: You could be, but you would have to have bare skin on it really, ideally. But I, ha- my method, my little... Um, carbon silicon pad that goes in your waistband i will bring that to the site very soon but i would tell people this is the way to do it at night so yes you have to see the ground pin the silver pin there you have to put that into your wall outlet so you're going to want a wall an outlet tester to make sure your outlet is wired correctly there is, that doesn't go into the hot you know, where the if you plug in an appliance or a lamp or something, there's no hot coming out. That goes right into the ground hole, which was basically brought um, into houses, uh, house construction in the 1980s. We all had to have a three-prong outlet. So you're getting a 100,000-ohm resistor in this for added safety. So it's mitigating what's coming into your body. But overnight, you can develop such an enormous influx of electrons and they literally go in that ground substance between your tissues and then your body draws on them to do its repairs so the dreams the quality of sleep while you ground at night just incomparable okay so this is something new in my store but if you want to stick to the conventional stuff buy you know magnesium cream um Soap, laundry powder, everything works. Somebody told me um this past weekend he said, "Oh, I have menthol crystals. Those are wonderful, Sean, especially in the winter. I sell them with a little sachet. you put a couple of teaspoons in the little uh cloth purse that you get, and you put it under your pillow and you sniff it before you go to bed when you wake up in the morning, clears your sinuses it's antibacterial, it's amazing for your respiratory system and I think it really helps when you have a cold or anything like that. Might even, I hate to say this because I shouldn't make claims, but prevent you from catching these colds because um, you, I don't actually don't think you catch colds. I think it's another thing altogether, but.
5: I think it's your body actually trying to rid itself of toxins and it's a very natural, good process. And so this whole virus thing, oh, it's the flu virus time. So run out and get your flu booster, your flu shot, by the way. Pfizer now advertising that you can get two things at once with Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs? A Pfizer spot. Run out and get two things at once. Ask your doctor for the COVID nineteen booster and the flu shot at the very same time. You know, hashtag eugenics. That's what it's Sean.
4: Every season, as every winter, as the season changes, the light diminishes, there's more cold air, there's a greater pressure profusion of spores and molds and whatnot right so your body needs to replenish tissues it has less energy so it'll periodically put you in a state of discomfort where you hack and sneeze you're loosening cell layers if you hack something pink or green or yellow or white those are different layers mucosal tissue layers respiratory um layers stuff coming out of your lungs, and your body is replenishing, and it wants you to feel crappy because it wants you in bed resting while it does all this internal rebuilding. So that is what I think a cold is.
5: Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Guys, all right, so avatarproducts.com, this is the site. If you want to support Sophia, this is the site to head to, EMF Remediation Products. And if you want to get that grounding product for 75 bucks, you get the free phone consultation with Sophia We don't have a financial arrangement. I'm not an affiliate of her shop. It's just a way to help fund and support Sophia Smallstorm and all of her research. Sophia, you know what? This was a bit more woo-woo in nature than some of our conversations, but given your background as a researcher, I'm all for it. I enjoyed the conversation. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Sean. Thank you for letting me speak my experience.
5: And I'm sending
4: so. you a grounding thing. I'm not going to send you that pad. I'm going to send you my bed strip, which will be on the site eventually. So people are afraid to try grounding. Don't worry, come back later. And um, there will be more things to buy. But this original pad or this initial pad that I have is a very good, very good product.
5: All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to give it a try. And uh, then I will uh, let the audience know what I think. Guys, I want to thank you all so very much for tuning in. And if you're still with us, please spread this information far and wide within your sphere of influence on social media. You never know who you might help when you throw a stone into the pond, those ripples, sometimes they reach people you don't know and would never expect to hear the word. Thank you so much, friends. I'll remind you every single day for free. You can join us for free for the antidote to corporate propaganda at sgtreport.com. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye.
4: Just keep in mind, we're a byproduct of 1871 and losing our sovereignty without going into all of that the main reason we lost our sovereignty was because of the treaty of washington of 1871 which put us under the control of the city of london and The Vatican Bank the agreement that we had to make was that the U.S. would be the military arm the city of London the financial arm and the Vatican the bank because all three the District of Columbia the City of London and the Vatican City
0: are states unto themselves they are sovereign entities unto themselves